Guys, what's going on? Welcome back to the Arsenio Buck Show. And today we're going to go over a little bit of market trust. We're going to be doing a summary of this very, very soon. And what's going to happen? I'm still deciding whether or not am I going to make this like a big course or am I going to like make this as a very big blog or a webinar? I'm still contemplating how to go over all of this. Because, again, this is a lot of useful material that people can actually use. It's going to be a full review of Stephen Covey's, of course. Oh, my God. Of Stephen Covey's. What am I trying to say? I'm just lost right now. Of Stephen Covey's, uh, uh, yes, the speed of trust. <laughs> oh, my God. Sometimes I just lose my thoughts. But you know what? Today is not about that. Today is about this. I'm going to get one of my content writers to get on that project as soon as possible. So what we're going to do here is we're going to talk about the market trust. I'm going to talk about some logos. I'm going to say some logos out loud. Now, of course, I'm looking at them, but I want you to pinpoint your reaction of each of them. What do you feel for each one? Do you feel the same for all of them? Is it positive or is it negative, right? Now, a lot of people would say maybe you've heard mostly positive things about these companies, uh, but when you look at you know these types of logos, you might feel negative feelings or an acquaintance or have an unsatisfactory personal experience with the product or service that was provided by one of these companies, right? Now, market trust is all about brand or reputation. It's about the feeling that makes you want to buy products or services and invest your money and time in which, of course, you would recommend others to buy the same thing. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to say some of these, and I want you to just figure, you know, feel that. Feel what you feel inside about these specific logos, okay? So I'm going to say them one by one. Now, some of these you might not know. That's fine. Some of these are brand wholesalers out there in America. Some of these you guys, of course, know. Now, Walmart, Microsoft, IBM, BMW, GM, Amazon, Kia, Harley-Davidson, Toyota, Starbucks, Disney, American Express, or of course Amex, Apple, Nike, WorldCom, eBay, Google. Now, some of my initial things, when I first saw Nike, I immediately thought of, of course, What's happening out there in China with, of course, people killing themselves, working at these factories that pay little to nothing. And, of course, the CEO of Nike doesn't give a damn. Also, when I think of Nike, I think of all the years that I actually ran with those shoes from 2006 to about 2011. And my feet would completely – they hurt so much until I switched to Under Armour about seven years ago. And I never had the pain in my calves, shins, or, or, you know, my – what is it? My – in my arch anymore. So then I said, you know what? Okay, every time I look at Nike, I have a bad taste in my mouth. Now, Apple, of course, if you think of, like, my MacBook, I'm wholeheartedly grateful for my MacBook and my iPhone. Let's just get that out of the way right now. However, there is a stigma that now revolves around Apple because they are pushing their products so hard in terms of the prices where I'm like, you know what? You guys aren't looking at innovation. You're just looking at selling, right? But if I look at Disney, I have a happy feeling. Mulan, right? Lion King, And I look at the story of Walt Disney and how many times he was, you know, denied before, of course, creating a trillion-dollar empire. And so I have good feelings when I think of Disney because my childhood reacts to that. Starbucks, now again, being from Washington and them expanding all around the world, Starbucks are everywhere. But when I think of Starbucks, I think of good service. 
However, does it take away from the little small coffee cafes around, you know, around the cities all across the world? Perhaps. But normally when I think of Starbucks, I'm like, ooh, this is a really good place to seek refuge and just chill out, charge my phone, get myself a beautiful green tea frap and sit down. Right? Harley Davidson. When I think of that, I think of bad America. I don't know. It's just my reaction. Some of you might think of choppers. Okay, but when I think of Harley Davidson, there's a stigma of, uh, unfortunately, with me, my reaction, it's a stigma of racism around that. Because anytime I would go into a Harley shop in the likes of Las Vegas on Sahara and I think Maryland Parkway, I would always be succumbed to racism in there and the likes, I'm sorry, and the, and the, ne- the negative frowns and the negative connotations that surrounded that specific company. So me, Harley Davidson, very, very bad stigma. Now, Walmart. I remember being turned away at Walmart when I was trying to advertise a dental place (laughs) like nine years ago. So Walmart, again, lots of frozen food. So when I think of Walmart, I think of frozen food. However, there are – it's a very, very big store and you can buy just about anything in there including vitamins, right? When it comes to cars, not so much. Microsoft, Microsoft Word, okay? But I also – I would never buy a Microsoft laptop, right? IBM, that's something extremely old. I don't even know if it still exists today. GM, General Motors, still unaware of what they actually produce, obviously, cars and stuff like that. GE has a really, really bad, again, stigma is our word for today. Again, through my personal experience or me reading articles online because, again, GE perpetuates a lot of bad things out there in America. So this is what I feel. You guys might have, again, different reactions. But the point is here is that You could say that a brand is trust with the customer, trust with the marketplace, or even trust monetized, okay? Most people understand that, you know, it it could be measurable, it could be immeasurable or measurable. So most people understand, oh my God, it's just, it really is all predicated on the fact that, okay, How does this make me feel and why would I invest my money into these specific companies? See, brands mean everything. Remember I told you that story with Pat Flynn. He had a brand. He was building something online until this massive company started selling the same thing. And he's like, yep, I'm not going to sell anything anymore. And he said that specific month, his went up even more. And he started asking people, hey, why would you invest into my brand when there's this? He's like, well, we trust you. You see what I mean? See, guys, brand matters on every level, period. So, of course, when I'm actually creating, you know, my brand and whatnot as the Arsenio Buck Show or Arsenio's ESL podcast, when you guys think of that, okay, a lot of you would say, okay, motivational, okay, talks about the real stuff, talks about this. In terms of English language, he's creating uh, uh, a world without borders. So, again, this is something that's very, very it, – it's there's something positive around it, right? I don't want to create something – and my goal was it to create a, like a stupid news about the horrible things that are happening around the world that like spews more cancer into the world, right? That's not what I wanted my brand to be to begin with. Or, of course, what I was doing at the beginning stages of this podcast, I would sometimes on a, like, I guess you could say monthly basis or even a two-week basis, I would complain about the things that would have happened out here in Thailand and talk about my experiences. But you know what? On the most micro level, see, every individual has his or her own brand or reputation, period, okay? 
If you think of Usher, of course, the bad news that surrounds him from two years ago, now you think of that. Um, if you think of Donald Trump, <laughs> all that other be everyone has a different brand that surrounds them. Kim Kardashian, for people who are unaware of her whereabouts and how it all began, well, all I have to do is just say one name, Ray J. So when I think of Kim Kardashian, I'm like, damn, she got famous from that? But other people will say, no, she was well into this and doing that and doing this and to become all defensive. Okay, fine. That's cool. All right. Up to you. But I believe Kim Kardashian that if it wasn't for Ray J putting her in the spotlight with that, I don't know. I don't know. It could have been a completely different out outcome. But you know what? Regardless, regardless of that or regardless of any of the bullshit, reputation affects trust, speed, and cost. Okay. It, come, it comes across in your resume and in the comments of your references when you're applying for a job. Now, luckily, me, I'm glad that I built such a reputation where people don't say – not like in America, they say, oh, we need references. I'm like, well, no, I have zero references. Now, if I actually think about it, I'd be like, okay, well, I have a reference from this lady over here. Uh, she works at the testing center. Okay, I got references from the Bangkok Bank. Okay, uh, of course, it's a bank I work for, uh, KTB. Okay, it's another bank I, uh, you know, do side stuff with. Um, but honestly, I'm my own reference and I'm my own resume. If you need a reference, I'm done. We're not doing. I'm not doing this job anymore because then you're not trusting me by what I actually hold myself accountable for. So I remember ten years ago, I would need a reference here. I need this. I need that. And they would call and say, "Hey, you know, tell us about him. Tell us about that." I'm like, "No, no, 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 no." What I'm telling you is the truth. If you need someone to clarify a couple of things, we're done. Oh, we need professional re uh, references. Uh, no, that's not how I roll. And for you to give me a check based on you trying to figure out who I am rather than looking at what I actually do online, we're done. My reference is everything that I put out online. Check my Instagram. Check my YouTube. Check my podcast. That's my reference. Check especially my personal development, and you're going to hear my entire story of what I had to go through here. That's it. That's my reference. Now, if you call my old job from like two years ago, what's he going to say? He's going to say, oh, well, uh, he probably lacked the capabilities because I don't think – I don't think, of course, the key word that uh, he could teach this and that. And he developed a very bad relationship between him and his colleagues because he spoke the truth about them being wife tourists and sex tourists here. Yeah, uh – uh, and is that a bad thing? You guys are here for all the wrong reasons. You don't care, but you're given work because of XXXXX. We've already been over that. So, again, I don't really trust anything in terms of resumes. I don't trust anything in terms of references. Man, I've made a resume. I've sent it to so many different places out here in Thailand. It does not matter. This world is fully it's, – it's all about word of mouth. And your word of mouth, your reputation is that word of mouth. So it's very, very important not to destroy relationships because guess what? I'm going to give you an example of a reputation. When I started working with the, with the company that I just mentioned over the last couple of days, I don't know how, but of course, these people, they all know each other, okay? A lot of people will say, oh, competitors, this and that. The thing is not to focus on competitors. To, the thing is, is to focus on what you're trying to deliver in general. That's it. And so what do I mean by that? Well, you know what? Just be the change you want to see. Be as best as you can and work so 
coagulant, coagulant, coagulatively, I don't even know if that's a word, but work so uh, collaboratively, I don't even know if I can put that in an adverb form, fuck it, work in collaboration to whereas you build up such a reputation that people just come in pouring in by the masses, that's what you have to do. And so when I think of competitors and I think of everything else, I'm like, you know what? Okay, when I was working with this company last time and I had to let them go because, again, I ended up choosing a full-time job and stuff. He was like, hey, uh, I remember I got a couple of emails. One email was from a flight attendant school, and this lady was an asshole. Let's just put it that way. But it's funny because she contacted me. She's like, hey, Arsenio, I work with this school, and I looked them up. And yes, sure enough, they were a flight attendant school for like Air Asia, Knock Air, and all the flight attendants out here. And they're like, we need someone for intermediate conversation course. You've been referred by uh, Mind English. They said you are an excellent teacher. And I said, wow. Ah, so that word of mouth means everything. I'm going to give you another example. I remember that uh, there was a consultant that contacted me. He was like, Arsenio, are you available to teach on Monday? I said, yeah. I said, where at? He said, B Bangkok Bank. I said, oh, my God, where? He said, the headquarters. I said, oh, my God, I already have courses there. He's like, yeah, actually, you've been referred. I said, what? I've been referred? How? And this is my brand, guys. He said, yeah, you've been referred by uh, – well, the thing is – this company submitted or they were asking for people and uh, they submitted it to the main bank and then they looked at, of course, the sheet of paper and it was your name and the lady started laughing. She's like, yeah, he already teaches a couple. Okay, that's cool. And so they brought me in just like that. See, guys, word of mouth. They're going to trust not only someone's word of mouth but the brand that comes with that name. When I, when I think – when I, you know what I want like with all the banks and everything I do? I want my brand to be the best. Just like, let's look at another brand, okay? A John Adam, okay? That means Teacher Adam. This guy has created a brand predicated off, you know, him being here and, of course, his skin tone and his eyes, okay? But when everyone thinks of him, they think of something very positive. They think of, oh, he could speak Thai very well. Therefore, he could teach English. Not necessarily. He's going to speak Thai to you the entire time, and this is why I do not want to learn the Thai language so I could protect myself from becoming people – from becoming like people like him. My goal is to be worldwide. So again, his brand is very, very positive. Now, other people's brands, let's put it this way. Uh, there's a guy by the name of Sticky Boy Bangkok, right? So this guy, oh my God, he's, ugh. So yeah, it's funny. I used to follow him like four years ago, and this guy would post half new pictures of Thai women. He would take pictures with these girls at the go-go the bars, which is basically the bars of where hookers are and this and that. And he've actually, he's actually put up his picture. He, he says a lot of disgusting things and whatnot. So his brand, he's already destroyed his brand. His brand, his face, Sticky Boy Bangkok, has a very negative, pessimistic, and vile connotation to it. That's all there is to it. So guys, right now, what I'm saying, before you create anything, if you're listening to me right now and you want to create a brand, seriously, make sure it's positive in all aspects. Because the moment you create a bad brand, there's no way that you could change that name. And there are a lot of people out there. Um, that have created a brand or that they've used their name for this or that and it ends up becoming very uh, – it ends up becoming a very, very sour – a sour state of mind per se because uh, when people look up their names, they're going to say, ooh, oh my god, I remember you. You did this. You did that. You did this. I remember I was watching that uh, TV series by the name of Entourage and 
Ah, I remember this guy. Oh, my God. It was a stupid scene. But one guy asked the other guy. He said, oh, yeah, I know you. You made the movie Medellin. And Medellin ended up being like a very, very bad morning. Uh, I'm sorry, morning movie. And so the other guy was like, oh, what? You're going to be an asshole? (laughs) So, again, your brand, your name is associated with the things that you actually do. So if you look at Floyd Mayweather, a lot of people would look at him bad. Conor McGregor, they would look at him as a god for a lot of different reasons. But we know that name. Anytime I think of Conor McGregor, I think of him ransacking a a bus. So, guys, it always – anytime you look at a logo, a brand, or whatever it is, hey, there it is. That's what you created as. And so I'm telling you guys right now. I'm going to say one more thing, especially out of the books. He says, even a child's reputation is important. If you're a parent, you probably find it a lot easier to extend privileges to a child who has earned the reputation of being responsible than one who has not. With one child, you may not even think twice about saying, sure. With another, it might be, did you get your homework done? Did you finish your piano practice? What time will you be back? Who can I recall or who can I call to verify this? See, the importance of personal brand, and you know what? It bringing it home and outside, it instills that trust, that confidence in everything. My brand out here, when people think of me, and especially after I created that amazing workshop and the things that I've been doing, it has a very, very good, it has an excellent positive vibe to it. Yes, after all the things I've said out here, absolutely. But it still has a negative vibe because you know what? My capabilities and the results show that's all there is to it. I'm going to give you a no, uh, one more example. I just started teaching a student, right? She's from a village in northeast Isan, but she is awesome. And you know what? And I'm sorry. She's from a village, and she's awesome. So it's so cool to actually meet people from these very, very small areas uh, of Thailand. So I started teaching her, and then, of course, in five hours, she achieved a better score. So what happens? That builds my brand because, of course, two other students were like, hey, we want to learn with you too. And I'm like, oh, deal. Why? Because my capabilities shows and it proves itself in the results. So then now I got a bigger class and there's eight of them and they're like Arsenio. And it's funny because a lady, she kept saying, Arsenio, if this doesn't work, you know, our brand and this and that. I'm like, dude, don't try to pinpoint your insecurities on me. I know true. I know exactly what I'm capable of and I'm going to do what I do best. And of course, they're going to achieve this scores and guess what's guess what's going to happen after that? They're going to end up talking. Hey, I know this guy by the name of Arsenio. He does a hell of a job, you know, teaching this specific course. They're like, bet. Next thing you know, they're going to tell this. They're going to tell that. And then I'm going to be the head honcho in terms of teaching this specific course in Bangkok. You see what I mean? Guys, capabilities mean everything. And so with all the things that I have done, I've proved myself beyond worthy of achieving the, you know, the, the scores that these students are set out to get. So my brand has built up. Like over the last even three weeks, especially going to manufacturing companies way north of Bangkok and doing this. And they're like, oh, yeah, I know this guy. Yeah, his name is this. His name is that. Hey, do you have Twitter? Do you have Instagram? Ah, now this brand is going to build even more. So now my brand, absolutely, it's my name. And guess and guess what? I'm very, very lucky that my name is the only uh, only name out there in the world, and no one else is going to build a brand by the name of my name. Because if they did, oh, who cares? I can't register to the world. 
I can't register it in Bangkok, and I'm sure as hell not going to register it out there in America because I don't live in America, and no one's teaching English language out there in America. So, with that being said, I hope you guys could take this with you because you know what? Market trust, when you see my logo, when you see my ESL, and when you see everything that you see out there and all the things that I'm creating, you're going to be like, yeah, I know that brand. That's Arsenio, man. He's the freaking man. He's witty. He's crazy. He does this. He does that. Hey, you know, that's just who I is. I, my mama would always say I is who I is. So guys, take this with you today. Make some decisions and we're going to get into even more. Uh, what is it? Even like into better stuff in terms of like brand, you know, brands that matter and et cetera, et cetera. So stay tuned for that. And as always, I'm your host, Arsenio. Oh, baby. We got a lot of good things coming. So stay tuned over and out.